What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show, Aftershocks TV, and Heavy Metal Television. And I am now on Cameo. That's right. If you need a message sent to somebody, maybe it's happy birthday. Maybe it's get out of here. Hit the street. You're fired. I don't care what it is. Firing a girlfriend, firing a boyfriend, firing an employee, wishing them well. Whatever it is, I'm on Cameo. I'm here to deliver the message. I'll do it in my unique way so you can imagine it'll have some profanity in it and it'll be a little bit filthy but that's okay because that's probably what you guys want from me anyway so check me out cameo.com slash chris aiken again cameo.com slash chris aiken book me and i will deliver whatever message it is that you need delivered and it's cheap so go do it all right later It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That is New American Shame with American Shame and kicking off the show tonight. We heard a classic from Alice Cooper, Lost in America. And here's my friend and partner, Chris Sakin, Lost in Twinsburg. What is up, man? How we doing? So you got your flag flying behind you? It's fucking um, 4th of July. See that? It's windy as fuck over there. It is. <laughs> that flag wave waving in the wind like that. That's right. It's my fan. It's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting really fancy with all those graphics and shit these days. I'd be learning and shit. Yeah, I can tell. Look at that. You got live action now. If you could yeah. uh, have that strip club uh, action going on behind you with real naked chicks on the pole, that'd be badass. You know, I might be able to do that. I don't know. Well, don't, don't desecrate the flag early on. I mean, we love naked chicks. I get that, but, uh, you know, I'll have to see if I can't find a strip club video. And <laughs> if I can, I'll, uh, I'll maybe put it up for a later segment. <laughs> yeah. yeah the naked chicks. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never opposed to pussy. You know that I hear you. I'm with you there. So, uh, well, happy uh, Independence Day weekend there, people. I, I yes. hope you're enjoying the freedoms that you have left as they're slowly being eroded and stripped away. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I hope uh, you're you're willing to defend what is left of uh, this great country, this this great uh, representative uh, republic. Right. It's, you know, I always hear people say, well, this is a democracy. It's not a democracy. Yeah, it's not officially, no. It's a republic, so uh, yep. learn your learn your history books, kids. <laughs> yeah, fuckos. Yeah. So uh, here we are uh, on uh, the Fourth of July weekend, and uh, you know we're just kind of. Um, I took a I took a day off yesterday, so I had a nice. I'm having a nice four day weekend here, just kind of recharging nice. the batteries, trying to get mentally recharged. I've just been uh, drowning. Uh, you know, just, just mentally tired from, uh, just, just work and things going on. And so I thought, you know what, here's a great opportunity to have four days of nothing but peace and quiet. Sure. Nothing wrong with that, man. If you, if you can, if you can escape for any amount of time, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's rare when I get four days in a row to, to mm -hmm. do, basically do nothing or do whatever I choose to do. Sure. And, uh, you know. I'm in day two here, so I got a couple more days worth of 
West and we waxation. And then you'll go Tuesday and you'll be like, oh, I got to go fucking do this again. Yeah, I got to I got to break in a new uh, assistant on on Tuesday. So, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. I hope they got their mouth open wide for that bit. You're going to stick in their mouth so that you can tug hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I hired a I hired an assistant. So uh, somebody to uh, kind of shoulder the load a little bit so I can oh. concentrate on the things that make the money and then they can do the. Uh, the other stuff that uh, I do, but it takes yeah. me away from the real important shit. Yeah. In other words, here's the paperwork, fucko. Do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, anyway, uh, I am uh, glad to be enjoying a, a four-day weekend, and I'm glad to be here on the show. And I'm also glad to introduce a new member of the CMS Arsenal family. Okay. As I promised, I, I uh, have added to the CMS Arsenal family this week. I have uh, received number 10 of the collection, and this would be my Beretta 92A1. Put that up there. Look at that. If you are a fan of the Die Hard movie or uh, the Lethal Weapon movies, You've probably have seen this, uh, this gun in action. So, uh, there you are. There it is. It's a military grade, uh, M nine, nine millimeter. And, uh, it's ready for action. Number 10 for Wendell, uh, Kaczynski. <laughs> Even my sister, I, I sent this to officer Jim Yeah, and, said, and then my sister piped up on a text. What's with all the guns? Ask her if she's looked at the news lately. Well, she's well aware of the news because she, uh, she was forced not to go to the office the other day due to the uh, upheaval in downtown Akron. Yeah, I heard about that. Which is a little south of you. And, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing is that a young, young individual chose the, the wrong path to, to uh, fail to to uh, stop for the cops, and in the meantime, while he's being chased, is shooting at the cops. Yeah, he chose suicide by cop. Basically, he did, but he was a good boy, a very kind, loving, sweet boy. I can't imagine him doing anything like this. We need to protest that he was shooting at cops and they shot back. Yeah, how dare they? How how dare you not stop for the police when you're speeding and they pull you over or attempt to pull you over and you just keep on going? Yeah, it makes more sense to start shooting at them. Mm -hmm. That's always a formula for success. Mm -hmm. This is the one time that shooting at the police did not go well for the shooter. <laughs> the only time it's happened ever. Yeah. Every other time it's worked wonderfully. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I saw Akron actually canceled their fireworks and everything because yeah, until, of until, until Monday, I guess they were going to do, they were going to have their rib and fireworks fest yeah. downtown like they normally do. And uh, they canceled that in light of this. Right. And I, I guess they're going to do the fireworks on Monday, just, just fireworks. Yeah. I don't think I'll be going to that. Although I could take my weaponry with me just in case. <laughs> As a matter of fact, here in Indiana, they, they, we have the exact same law that uh, you do not need a permit to conceal carry as, as in Ohio. Right. 
And Officer Jim was uh, kind enough to point that out. I said, I know Chris and I discussed this on the show, you know, a, a little while back. Mm-hmm. And I said, we were well aware of it. And uh, so uh, I think uh, this, this brand new Beretta will probably be my uh, carry. The unfortunate thing for you is that you have to cross the line. Well, true. Will True. you pull over at the line and I, I will get de- away in your trunk? <laughs> I will. I will deposit it in uh, Hammond before I cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, holy shit, dude! You needed a lot more than me. You sent me was that this week or last week when you sent me that there was a shooting? What? F- fucking three buildings down from yours? A block away. Yeah. A block like, away. Some some individual felt uh, necessary to open up on the bicycle cops that just happened to be riding by. Yeah, that seems good. Yeah, they, we, they, they patrol the area. Some of them patrol the area on bicycles. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just kind of ro- riding up and down the streets, patrolling the streets. And, and a block away from my uh, office building, uh, you know, uh, upstanding, law-abiding, you know, uh, legal gun-owning citizen decided to open fire on the uh, bicycle mm-hmm. police who were just happened to be riding by in the neighborhood. Wow, two for two in suicide by cops. Mm-hmm. Did this guy die or did he just get apprehended? I, to be honest with you, I don't know if they caught him or not. I, I I don't know what the end result was. All I know is that there were four or five uh, news helicopters hovering above my building for about an hour. Oh, that had to be pleasant. <laughs> so, but uh, I I only found out later what the what the uproar was. Right. And then, uh, then, uh, out here on the Indiana toll road, uh, just the other day, I was telling you about that, mm-hmm. uh, a law abiding, uh, legal gun owner from, uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee specifically, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, sitting alongside the road. And so a state trooper pulled up on him to render assistance. And as soon as the state trooper pulled up and got out of his car, he took off like a bat out of hell. Ah, good. And so then, you know, the officer gave chase. The guy uh, got off the freeway, turned around, got back up on the freeway, went the other way. Then he was going eastbound in the westbound lanes. Safe. (laughs) Until he finally came to a stop, stripped off all his clothes, got out of his car and tried to swim away in the uh, Calumet River. Until he was apprehended by the uh, chopper that was flying around there with a uh, with a sniper rifle, <laughs> <laughs> and and I was uh it, it that flew right over my car while there was at least twenty five police cars uh, in the area looking for this jag off right you know <laughs> so uh, you know thank God for that Second Amendment that people are exercising ex- exercising it with uh, responsibility and caution. Of course, man. Why not? <laughs> so I, I have seen a, a couple of police interactions here in, in just the last week alone. Ah, this world we live in. And then they wonder why we want to have fucking 10 guns. Mm-hmm. So uh, with all the upheaval there in Akron, my sister, who is the assistant to the Summit County Sheriff, uh, she was not able to go to her office, which is in downtown Akron due to the protesting and the, uh, you know, the violence down there. Oh, I meant right. the peace, um, peaceful protesting. I mean, 
uh, civil civil protests, nearly civil. Well, most, mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, mostly peaceful. <laughs> Except for the people involved, mostly peaceful. <laughs> so, uh, such a sweet boy. I can't imagine uh, him running from the police or shooting at the police uh, or running away once he stopped the car, uh, fleeing the police, and uh, they recovered a weapon on the scene. You know, oh, well. But he was a he was a sweet boy. He was a uh, Uber driver, uh, Uber Eats, mm-hmm. worked for uh, Amazon Distribution Center. He wanted to open up his own uh, courier service. had had hopes and dreams snuffed out. I'm sure when he got to the pearly gates, Michael Brown welcomed him in. Exactly. You know, ugh, just this world is fucked. <laughs> I'll stick to TV. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's, that's, that's what's going on in my world. Sure. Well, not unless you want to hear work stories, there ain't shit going on in my world. It has been fucking 18 hours, 18 hours, 20 hours. I did a 26 hour day this week, just nonstop with the work. It mm-hmm. has been all business all the time. Cause everything's ramping up the business with GOLE's ramping up. Um, there's a side business that's ramping up off of that business that's, you know, very seriously going on. Aiken IT is real busy. Pinball PA is real busy. I, I, I just stare at a computer constantly. Constantly. That seems like all I do. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah. Are, I'm are, not, not complaining. Are you wearing your safety glasses during your computer time? I do sometimes. Yeah. I, 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 I don't on the show anymore because I saw the video of the first time when I wore them and I just look like a fucking dork and I'm just like, fuck that. I'd rather, um, for, for show purposes, I will not be wearing those anymore, but, um, wearing your blue blockers during, no, no, I just look like a fucking dork that's driving around in a van looking for a nine-year-old girl to rape. It's like, no, I won't be wearing those anymore, but, wow. um, but yeah, when I'm working, I do throw them on quite a bit, actually. Sure. I've got to save what's left of the eyesight. Yeah, well, you'd think that. But then again, my glasses are right here instead of on my face. <laughs> you know, they're literally within <laughs> within an arm's reach, and they're still not on my stupid face. So well, we gotta we gotta look we gotta look handsome for the the viewers. Oh yeah, because that's what I am—a charming man. Oh, well, we got to look handsome on yep. screen <laughs> and you never, you never know. Uh, Shelly rocks might be, uh, looking for a date or something. Oh, great. <laughs> Hi, Shelly. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> Shelly rocks in the chat room. I don't even know. Yes. Um, I'm not even looking at the chat room right now. I'm just kind of, oh. oh yeah, I guess she is. There you go. Hi, Shelly. <laughs> Shelly rocks. Hi, Shelly. Do you want to date me? <laughs> seems like she would go with for the intellectual type. Well, that's you, not me. <laughs> that's me, Mr. Intellectual. Well, more than me. I'm just a dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, dumb fucking idiot running two, three businesses, you know. Well, there's no brilliance in that. <laughs> You know, I could go work 40 hours a week and make as much money, but I don't. Instead, I, st- I, I stick with my stubbornness because I'm not brilliant. <laughs> what 
Well, you're not killing and you're not you're not frying dogs anymore. No. No, and I believe me. I do think about going back to the cubicle every once in a while. I, I got an offer about eight months ago to go work for a company for as a as a uh, CIO. And um and it was big money. It was it was I think it was the offer was two forty before we even negotiated. Right. And I thought about it. I was like, man, $240,000. That would be a nice, easy fucking 40 hours a week for that kind of cash. <laughs> and then I just started thinking about it. I started thinking about cutting my fucking hair and, you know, having to wear. And, and this is a definite suit and tie gig. Yeah. You know, it's a definite suit and tie where maybe on Friday you don't wear the jacket. Right. You get to you wear know? you get to wear your Tommy Bahama, you know, yeah. shirt Friday. Yeah. It looked like a fucking even more of a tool. Yeah, here's my fucking, here's my best Jimmy Buffett gear. You know, it's like, ugh, I, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I was like, no. But it was the first time I'd actually thought about it in a long time. Yeah. Because I was just coming out of COVID and I wasn't, you know, I had a dry spell, you know, with Aiken IT. And I was like, oh, man, this is easy fucking money. And then I, and then once I got to, to the end of thinking it was easy money, I started thinking about, I, I literally, I was at the bank. And I saw the fucking idiots going in and out of the bank. And I was like, nah, I can't be one of them. <laughs> I can't be a normie. Well, dude, how long do you think I could even last? Not long. I don't think I could last. Well, you don't have the temperament for it. No. I mean, I mean, the minute that somebody, you know, you know, rubbed you the wrong way, you'd be, you know, the old Chris would be coming out again. Yeah. I'd be like, listen, you tranny faggot, do your goddamn work. <laughs> um. Chris, we got to have a discussion here. There's a thing that we have to enforce here. It's called uh, diversity and inclusion oh, and sensitivity training. And, uh, you know, I know you've been out of touch with the uh, corporate world for a while. So uh, we're going to let this one slide, but uh, you're going to have to do 30 hours of sensitivity training. <laughs> As it clearly states on page 14 of the user of the manual. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would be fucked if I had to go back into the business world. Right. It would not go well. But and I just don't want to anyway. Fuck that. I, I, well, fuck, I don't blame you. I make six figures watching TV. <laughs> why would I why would I jeopardize that to to what? Have a fucking nameplate on a desk? Yep. Fuck that. I'll buy a nameplate for my own desk if I need one. You know, that just sounds awful to me. <laughs> well, I honestly don't think I can do it. I just don't think I could do it. Well, you're, you're too far removed from the situation. It's, it's yeah. like, it's like, uh, taking a wild animal and trying to cage him, you know? Yeah. I mean, the last time I worked in a cubicle was 19. No, it was two thousands. Was it? Yeah. It was, um, at tight comics. Okay. That was. 2004 okay i think that was 2004 <laughs> that was the last time i had to had to work in a cubicle and then when we we did work from home some with that gig but it was the well you have to have your messenger on so that they know that you're there and <laughs> you know people pop in on your messenger at random times just to make sure that you're working it's like right. fuck you yeah, well, we're we're watching you, Pally. Yeah, we're making sure we get our money's worth. Right. Go away. 
Remember that was that job when I was flying around all the fucking yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, you were going to Texas and shit. Yeah, I was. I I damn near lived in Texas for a year. Good thing I wasn't doing any shows, right? I had to find a good bathroom to do it from. But <laughs> you know, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, that was not. That was uh, especially the travel on that job. That's what really chased me out of the corporate world. I just hated all the travel. It was like I'm traveling all the fucking time. I got in on Thanksgiving at like 5 a.m. on the night of Thanksgiving. So I had to do the family thing with no sleep. And I just was like, you know what? Fuck this goddamn job. This fucking blows. Yeah. Doing my own thing. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. And I found out pretty quick. As long as you're willing to fucking work, there's always somebody to throw money at you. I agree. So, and I'm happy to catch. Well, there you are. So, so. well, Anyway, I, you know, aside from, uh, aside from work, uh, one of the things that, uh, that I watched, uh, are the John Wayne Gacy tapes. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Come on. It's, it's murder porn. You know, I've watched it. <laughs> so yeah, watching that was, uh, was pretty gruesome. Yeah. He is an odd one, man. I watched those tapes and there's time. I mean. I get why he was difficult to catch because he was cocky as fuck. Yeah, he was. He was and he was confident. and he was believable. <laughs> he knew he killed them people. He's already admitted in other interviews that he's killed those people, but now he's saying he didn't kill those people in a sort of convincing sort of way. Yeah. Well, he's a psychopath. That's what yeah. psychopaths do. They they have no empathy and mm -hmm. they have a way of blaming other people or or were convincing other people that uh wasn't me yeah yeah he's just i don't know I, I i do have to say though and and i know this is victim shaming and all this other stuff but man were those kids dumb well but but you gotta realize that at that time and and i don't even know if we're too far removed from it now no. but uh you know kids were naive back then they they, they were brought up with a certain sense of naivety yeah. and uh they didn't expect a stranger danger you know i guess i don't know dude and, and again we were raised i think you and me were raised differently <clears throat> i know this there was never a time in my life that i would have met somebody and that day i would have let them convince me to put on fucking handcuffs <laughs> there's no fucking way that ever would have happened ever right. i'd have been like nope not doing it fuck you yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I agree. I, I, I probably be the same way, but, uh, then again, you know, our, my parents always knew where I was mm -hmm. always. Well, that was the crazy thing about Gacy that the one kid, the one that kind of was like the start of his downfall, he literally went into the drugstore and said, Hey, I'll be right back. He's waiting for his mom was waiting outside the drugstore goes in and never comes back. And then the mom was like, wait a minute. I was fucking here waiting for him. And then the police finally had to go and track down this asshole. Mm -hmm. But then he was so goddamn bold. He was like, the police were following him. They, they put like the 24 hour tail on him. Yeah, police they, were following him. And he was like, Hey, come on over, have some breakfast with me. <laughs> yeah, he just run them all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, bold enough to say, yeah, I know you guys are the cops. You want me to buy you breakfast? Right, exactly. What a bold son of a bitch. Yeah, well, it was kind of like Beverly Hills Cop where where when they were chasing Axel Foley, he was buying them lunch and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, same thing. Same, same, same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was far nicer when Axel did it though. <laughs> well, it had to be a there had to be a comedic spin to that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, since uh, since we're talking about TV watching, I know for yes. a fact that you caught up on Animal Kingdom. I did. I am all caught up. Watched all four episodes uh, last Saturday night or Sunday morning, whatever it would have been. Right. So so far in season six of Animal Kingdom, if you're not hip to the show, it, it, it's an FX show, correct? Ah, uh, TNT. TNT. Okay. Um, this show, this show now, before we get into it here, mm -hmm. are you pleased with the first four episodes? Yeah. Okay, good. Very I, much enjoying it. I, same here. The only thing I could have done without was of course, Darren railing that guy again. And yeah, railing the model guy. Yeah. yeah. As I could do without that, but fortunately that wasn't a long scene. So that was maybe a minute and a half worth. How can that be pleasurable? That guy, he was fucking sticking him in the ass so hard. No, he was slamming him. I, I mean, and not, I mean, we've all banged a chick hard. This wasn't banging a chick hard. This was trying to put his dick through his fucking intestine. <laughs> it was like. Ugh. Like, <laughs> God damn. It's like, so, I mean, he, he was slamming that asshole. Yeah, he was. It was like, ugh. but anyway, regardless of that. Yeah. How hot is the young Smurf? Oh, you mean my next ex? She that, is fucking that, that woman is extraordinarily just beautiful. I mean, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I've known and I've seen a lot of beautiful women in my life. I have not seen such a beautiful woman. She, she just has something about her that is just, yeah, she's stunning, man. She is just inexplicably gorgeous. She's, she really, she's distracting on the show. She's so goddamn good looking. I know. I mean, it's, I, I don't know about you. But I've had to watch a few scenes twice because I drift away. <laughs> I absolutely drift away just watching her. And, and in this season, she's spending a lot of time like being like flirty fucky. Well, well, she's she's developing into the Smurf that we knew as Ellen Barkin. Yeah. She, she's becoming the, she's becoming the very sexualized mother with, with her boys. Yeah. And, 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 and that's how Ellen Barkin was even as the old Smurf. Right. I mean, she would, she was that like that. So they did a really good job adapting her to start taking on the characteristics of the old Smurf. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. same way with Pope, we talked about that on the phone is that the, that the young actor acts like Pope as a young kid. Yeah. Like too, too realistically to even the way he walks, the way he runs, the way he moves, the way he throws punches, everything looks like Pope. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely fucking bizarre how, how much he looks like, looks like Pope, but <laughs> he does. there we go. Jesus. He is, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, the faith that her face is symmetrical or I, I don't know what it is, but she is just amazing. She is, she is fucking stunning. 
Yeah, she is. She is. And just they a- do dress her up good too. Yeah. That, that, that fourth episode where she was wearing those tight Levi's and that, and that loose, you know, cross yeah, loose belt. hanging belt. Yeah. Oh, that oh, took me. That took me back to the eighties. I was just like, holy shit. That's what chicks used to look like back in the eighties. Back when chicks were chicks and they didn't have purple hair and (laughs) And they weren't 50 pounds overweight. Yeah. (laughs) And these are, these are some stunners here. These, this season, she is really, and, and and I do think though, part of it is that she's, you know, kind of sexed up some. Yeah. And I think that that is making her even more hot, at least to me, that's, well, I mean, yeah. obviously she's got the Smurf hair going on with the colored hair and, mm-hmm. oh, and, and she's just got, wow. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> say enough about the, the Smurf on season six. Oh, I know she's, she is, she's a good, and that's right. Yeah. That, here, I'll put a better picture of her up here in a minute here. Um, I found a better one, but it's small. So. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, the the pictures don't do the justice. You they have, don't. You have to see her, you know, in action on the on the show. Yeah, moving around and just getting up real close to people and almost making out with them and <laughs> sticking her finger like near their mouth and shit. It's like, <sighs> it's like yeah, I gotta fucking rub one out here real quick. All right. Well, here's here's the thing that I want to get your thoughts on because okay. I, I can't figure this out. All right. So, um, Craig has this gym mm-hmm. and, and this, uh, this motorcycle guy, this black motorcycle guy, what, what's his name? Oh God. It's like Kermit or Kurt or something, something like that. So this guy just shows up out of the blue. This yeah. Craig doesn't know this guy from Adam. He just shows up at his, at his workout gym mm-hmm. and whatever, and starts asking him about his motorcycle. Yeah. Turns out the guy has a motorcycle shop like next door or around the corner or whatever the case may be. And, and Craig, without even any hesitation, no, got to screen this guy, got to figure out what his story is. He just hooks up with this guy and yeah. starts and running around with him. Yeah, just running around with them. No hesitation, no question, ripping off a diner, taking his word for everything. It's like, well, wait a minute here. There, there's no, there's no suspicion, no questioning who this guy is. No, why are you befriending me? I never met you before in my life. And all of a sudden you just walk into my place and now we're fast friends. Yeah, I, it, it, I guess it's because they share the sobriety thing, or they did until. Yeah, but he didn't know that before. No, but he told him right away. He told him when he first met him that, because when they first met and and Craig was telling him to get the fuck out of his gym, he he said something. I I mean, the guy's got to be a cop or an agent or something because well, he knows. And I know because because Darren said that to him. He says, "What if he's a cop?" Yeah. And he's got to be because he knew too much from day from part the minute he met him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was, I, he was just too familiar. It just, mm-hmm. he just seemed, you know, and it's like Craig, you, well, anyway, Craig's not the smartest guy in the world, but no, he's been doing this long enough to think, to be a little bit suspicious. Wouldn't you be? 
I would be. Yeah, of course. Who is this guy? Why are you hanging around? What made you come into my place? And why are you befriending me? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. You know, and then, and then of course he's putting off family business and stuff to go hang out with him and play cards with his boys and you know. Yeah. They're planning for a job and he's like, I can't go do that. I'm going to go play fucking poker. <laughs> the fuck is that? Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I, I don't know. I, that, that, that's the only part of this season that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know what though? It might be like last season. We didn't know what the fuck was going on for the first like six episodes before it really got before it started making sense about the, the family and the robbing for that family and stuff. Remember? Yeah. So it could be that kind of writing again. I don't know, but it's yeah. weird. Well, when, when I told you last week before you saw the show, I said there was a scene that you certainly didn't see coming. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you know what I was making? I don't know what you meant on that. Well, their fence wanted to make men fences with them. And so she set them up with a job, but instead they ripped her off. Oh, they ripped her off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Oh, no, I, I, not at all. Because when they were breaking into the warehouse, you thought that they were pulling the job that she set them up to do. No. And then, and then after they pulled the job and they're driving away, you see that they ripped off her warehouse. Yeah. And, and man, I, I know it's just acting or whatever, but that fucking Pope, Wow. I, he scared me seeing him talk. <laughs> Just a cold he, son of a bitch, man. You're the one that broke the trust. I was <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> so when they, when they, you know, broke into that uh, fencing warehouse, that was just like, holy shit. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That shit was nutty. Yeah, yeah, it was a great episode though. That was fantastic. Yeah. Well, how how do you like the distraction that they had by having those uh remote control fireworks going yeah. off <laughs> to distract everybody away from the noise that they were making on the uh on the building? Yeah. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta think that the somewhere in the writers in the writers' room there's somebody that actually ripped off a house or two or something <laughs> in their life in their previous life. Exactly. It's like, don't look over here. Look over here. Look over <laughs> right. here. You know? Right. It's that sleight of hand thing going on. That's, that's right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so far animal kingdom, uh, four, four shows into the final season. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, excited to see more. Oh yeah. And, and also, uh, the, uh, family that, uh, Smurf had left her estate to. Now, uh, both Craig and, um, and Josh or what's Jay, Jay banging the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were getting a little, little poon on the side, a little, uh, some little black yeah. on the side. Yeah. They're rubbing their dicks in each other's cum stains. Uh. Yuck. Yeah. Well, that'll lead somewhere. I mean. It's leading to, I, I don't know what you think is going to happen, but I, I'm almost positive the brothers are going to kill each other. Okay. Or Pope's going to kill everybody. <laughs> it's either Pope killing everybody or the brothers kill each other. That That's the only two things that, that can happen. Or, or they somehow, they just all go their separate ways. No chance. No chance, huh? No chance. Nope. Pope's ready to kill somebody because they're fucking skating in his, in his skate park. Yeah. I noticed that, you know, he's not going to let these brothers that are, that he feels like are fucking him over, especially Jay 
Pope is going to kill Jay or Jay is going to kill Pope. That has to happen. Don't mm -hmm. you think? If you had your bet and that was the actual scenario, who do you think who does who first? Well, logic tells me that Pope kills Jay, which makes me think that Jay will do it. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, I mean, if I was, if I was going to write out, well, this is what I think was, it would happen. I would write that Pope would kill Jay and knowing how this show goes, that's the exact swerve. I think they're leaning towards. So right. Jay, Jay will kill Pope the same way Jay killed Smurf. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was going to go for here is that Jay, Jay is less emotional mm -hmm. and it's just business for him. Yeah. It's not vendetta. It's just business. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember that he killed that uh, cholo chick. Yeah, yeah, and didn't ha didn't have any any bad feelings about that either. Yeah, he had a he had a discussion with her first, and then all you hear is, "Bing, <laughs> yeah, Bing, exactly." And that was it. Good night. That That's it. So uh, interesting, uh, interesting beginning so far. Yeah, I love it. It's it's been a great season so far, and um. I'm going to be bummed when this show goes off. <clears throat> well, I know, I know you and I were both a little bit, um, you know, underwhelmed with the uh, season five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until the very end when they ripped off that container in the, in the shipyard in long beach. I like that. That was really good. Mm -hmm. But, uh, up until that point last week's or last season was a little bit misdirected or kind of lacked. Yeah. Lack kind of, uh, I don't know, co cohesiveness. Right. And so far this is looking pretty damn good. Yeah. They found their footing again. So that's a good, that is a good thing. I'm definitely digging it. Well, what, what another thing is that's interesting is that the police are on the case, uh, tracking down, uh, uh, Mina's uh, mother or mm -hmm. elder. Yeah. And of course, Pope is in their, in their sights. Right. So that's another, that's another twist to the story. Yeah. There, there's a million twists. I mean, they're twisting it all kinds of different directions. So you can't really see what's coming. I mean, it's, I I've watched so many of these kind of shows that I know they're going to take us in 400 directions and we're not going to see the most obvious that happens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be, if I had to guess and I'm, you know, I'm guessing what eight episodes before the end or whatever it is, I would guess what's going to happen is the chick that's um that Gia, the one that, that they ripped off to kind of send a message to yes. is gonna somehow find a way back into okay, let's let's let bygones be bygones and get back to doing work. But she's really gonna set them up to get yeah, she, she, yeah, she's gonna double cross them. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think is gonna come, but I guess we'll see. We got we got I hope they don't keep releasing two episodes a week because then I'll be over in like three weeks. <laughs> it's just it's it, you know, there's nothing nothing left to look forward to. Yeah, I mean I don't want that show to end. There's nothing else on I'll tell you I'll I'll tell you one to to avoid like the fucking plague though. I don't know how how they did this, made this not work, but there's a show that just debuted this weekend or yesterday on um Amazon called The Terminal List. Okay. It's it's with Chris Pratt. It's a it's a show. It's a fucking Navy SEAL looking for revenge show. How do you make that boring? 
It is the most boring fucking show. Dude, I, I, I was watching it. I got three episodes in and I fell asleep twice. Two different times I was watching it. Next thing I know, I'm waking up. And it's a Navy SEAL show. <laughs> it's like, how do you fall asleep? It's it's supposed to be nonstop action. It's just all kinds of fucking bullshit dialogue and just, oh, I've got a concussion. Oh, i got to rest. It's like, oh, you fucking pussy. Get out there and deal with your problems. God. Uh, another another uh, series that ended uh, for me this week was uh, that, that series with... Um, What's his name? Header heater. heater. Bear, what's his name? H E D E R. I don't know who that is. Uh, you know, I'm talking to Barry, the, the TV show, Barry. Oh, Barry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That ended. Yeah. See, we're at a bad spot now. There's nothing good on TV. <laughs> so that, that Barry, that Barry, uh, series on, uh, HBO, uh, plus, uh, that, that was a wild ride too. Yeah, I got to get into that. That'll be my next my next run here, yeah, especially lots. since the terminal list went right to shit. Because I'm not I'm actually going to not finish something for a change. That one's going to the shitter. Well, he he's former he's former military and he's he's an assassin. Yeah, I guarantee he ain't boring like fucking Chris Pratt. Jesus yeah. Christ, he's an assassin that lives among us. <laughs> yeah, I I've watched previous seasons of that show and it's pretty good. Yeah. It's bizarre but uh he finally got caught and taken oh, away damn he and his so, uh, he and his partner got uh, both got caught and taken away so they didn't go the way of dexter where dexter always fucking gets away no nope. <laughs> no nope. he uh he walked right into a booby trap and Oops. was uh was taken away so i uh, i don't i don't think there's anything left to that show to be honest with you spoiler alert neely just ruined it for most of you <laughs> <laughs> oh well fuck it you should know better than to think we're gonna do something kindly on this show exactly <laughs> so i guess i guess the only thing i got to look forward to currently would be the new season of yellowstone yeah and that's coming what september a mm -hmm. couple of months yeah i'll tell you one that you could watch 1883 that's the prequel to Yellowstone. Okay. That is fucking, that's pretty solid. All right. It's, um, it's, it's cowboy shit, mm -hmm. but it's, um, man, Sam, Sam Elliott is a bad motherfucker in this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, he is a bad motherfucker. And, and who does he play as far as a character is concerned? Well, it's all back in 1883. So you don't know who he's like the, what would that be? the great 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 grandfather of of um kevin costner's character okay. all right or no he's not Ke no he's the he's the sheriff of the town and kevin costner's character is riding they're they're moving they're moving west okay so they're it's it's kind of when they're moving west to where they end up in wyoming or montana or wherever the fuck it is that they're where they at montana yeah, I think so. Yellowstone. It, it's it's like their initial move from the east to the west. I gotcha. Here's like, what's going on. They're like Mormons leaving Missouri. Yeah. But but he just happened, he's he's only part of it because right wrong place, wrong time type deal. Okay. He just happened to be 
in this town and he got robbed and he killed somebody. And instead of having to go to jail, they fucking took him as a, as a hand. Right. To, to go, to go, go West young man. You right, exactly. So great, great show though. As good as Yellowstone. Okay. Fair enough. So, I don't have to start digging into that. Yeah. It's really, really strong. Nice. So check that one out. All right. I'll definitely do that. So there you are. There's your review for a series out there that uh, are in their final season or have come That's to right. an end and whatnot, if you're into that kind of a thing. But, uh, you know, if you, you haven't checked out uh, Animal Kingdom ever, I would suggest that you start at the beginning and binge watch that shit. Yeah, it's definitely worth the binge. And and it's worth the binge just for the last two seasons just to watch Young Smurf. <laughs> Just to just to think that Spicoli got her, and get still does, that drives me crazy. What do you mean still does? Doesn't I he thought, still bang her? I don't know. I thought they got divorced. Oh, or maybe something. they did. I don't know. What's her name? I don't even know what her real name is. <laughs> her name is Young Smurf. That's that's all I know her as is Young Smurf. <laughs> Young Smurf actress. I think you're right though. I think Spicoli did. Layla George. I got to remember that. Put that in the spank bank along with the fucking <laughs> the pictures of her. Jesus. Um. Let's see. But they were only married a year. That's long enough. I'd only need to be married to her an hour. Right. Yeah. Um. Not seeing it on IMDb, but that doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, she's not married anymore. So yeah, you're right. Yep. Whatever. I love her. <laughs> well, she's uh she's an extraordinary looking woman. That's that's all I could say about her. I do not disagree even the slightest little bit. She is a hottie. Oh, she she's a she's an Australian. Oh yeah. And she doesn't she doesn't come off uh she doesn't have an accent or anything. I wonder if she ever threw like a quarter into Tim, Tim James's cup when he's busking on the street. <laughs> uh, George began a relationship with actor Sean Penn in 2016. They married on the 30th of July, 2020. George filed for divorce on the 15th of October, 2021. And the divorce was finalized on April 22nd of this year. Hmm. How often do you think he thinks about just looking down and watching her suck his cock? <laughs> that would be a memory would never go away in my head uh, assuming assuming that that she did that i'm positive come on uh, i've known some women that never do that as piggy as she is on the show and as naturally piggy as she is on the show that's a girl sucks a dick <laughs> oh well anyway i i'm looking forward to the uh to the new episodes uh tomorrow me too. Can't wait. That's good stuff, man. Although I can't watch it tomorrow. That sucks. I'll be out at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you're not. That doesn't come out. That You can watch it when you get home. Yeah, I guess. Well, I'll get home about, what, midnight, I guess? Is, yeah, that, is, that, is that, is that, uh, well. It's at night. It's tomorrow night. All right. So, 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 so who's in the Super Bowl thing? Um, The Birmingham stallions and my team the uh, philadelphia stars <laughs> my philadelphia stars made it all the way to the super bowl 
All right. And and they're playing at the uh, Fawcett Stadium next yeah, to or, the or, Yeah, next to the Hall of Fame. I think it's called Benson Stadium now. Well, it, it used to be called Fawcett Stadium. Yeah. yeah, now some dick bought it. Some dick bought the name, so now it's Tom Benson Stadium, whoever the fuck he is. All right. Well, maybe maybe you should see if that's uh, up for renewal anytime soon, and you could buy it and call it Aiken IT Stadium. No, I wouldn't do that. I would I would name it after the show. <laughs> fuck you, Palerina. <laughs> so so tell me what 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 is in in line as far as the festivities are concerned for this this Super Bowl. This I have show. no idea. I. I, I can't find any information on anything other than there's a Trace Adkins concert as well. Yeah, he was here uh, yesterday. Yeah, well, he could have stayed there because yeah. I have zero interest in seeing Trace Adkins. But yeah, I went out for lunch at my favorite uh, little haunt down here, and and people were talking about they were heading out to a concert. I said, "There's a concert in town." He says, "Yeah, Trace Adkins." I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay. is it sure. Trace or Chase? I don't even know. I think it's Trace. It's Trace. Yeah." yeah. Yeah, he's playing, I guess, maybe halftime or something. Maybe that's the big get. Okay. Super Super Bowl gets, you know, Madonna or Springsteen or Rolling Stones, USFL, Trace Adkins. Can't wait. All right. Yeah, it's and still said, dude, it's still a it's it's a championship game and in, in some in in a professional league. Why would I not go? Well, it, <laughs> uh, just just uh, it's gonna be warm tomorrow too, I'm sure. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Uh, it's it's only supposed to be eighty four all day and the game starts at 8 30 so it shouldn't okay. be that bad but okay well it's it's in the evening so you'll be good yeah i'll be all right huh so I yeah know. i'm going to, going to believe, what i can't believe is you're venturing out away from the house after after the sun goes down fucking right well i got my tags now on my car so it's not like i gotta worry about the fucking cops anymore well, it's not that it's the effort i don't mind going out you know for for the longest time it was more about getting nailed with without having tags on my car but now that i got my tags finally fucking sorted out you know now it's now i i don't mind as much and dude it's a fucking it's a it's a championship game <laughs> it's the super bowl it's the super bowl it's, it's as close as i'm ever going to come in cleveland to a super bowl so exactly damn right i'm going uh, very good yeah well, and i mean and it was cheap and that's that's the other thing too 20 fucking bucks yeah how do you fucking beat that 20 dollars for us for a super bowl ticket do you know where you'll be sitting no it's general admission oh it's, so you could just pick your seats huh yeah if i get there early enough and throw some elbows i might be on the 50 yard line <laughs> there you are could be i might be sitting on the bench depending on how many people show up exactly yeah i i don't know dude i don't know anybody else going <laughs> well why would you I wasn't yeah, even no. aware there was a there was a uh, some springtime league going on until you said something about it. Yeah, no, nobody watched it except for me and Toomey and Billy Morris, and that's it. Those are the only three people I know that even know about it. Right. You know, I, I just figured along the way somebody would you know start watching or something. Say, hey, this is cool. At least it's football in the you know spring or whatever. But nope, no one gives a fuck. Nope. <laughs> but i'm going god damn it super right. bowl <laughs> and what are they calling this i think they're just calling it the usfl championship game okay I think. all right but even even their trophy just looks like the U like the nfl's trophy it's just a little smoother it's not as rigid or anything <laughs> i mean it's, it's a real knockoff fucking thing but 
Let me find that USFL trophy real quick because it's real USFL trophy 2022. It's real fucking cheesy. All right, there it is. Open link a new tube. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we need an engineer in the worst fucking way. Don't we? I think so. All right, here we go. Share, share screen. Opera tab. There's the trophy. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And ironically, that's probably the same size crowd as we'll have tomorrow. <laughs> if it's if it's anything like the regular season was, that that's exactly the same size crowd as we'll have tomorrow. Look at that. Because they didn't draw a dick at these games. I mean, nothing. So, but but is that like just not a complete knockoff of, <laughs> of the NFL trophy? It's close, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Something to do. Yeah, I agree. At least I'm out doing something. Exactly. I'll probably get COVID and die from going to the fucking USFL championship. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, speaking of, uh, I said that I went out yesterday to, yeah. to my favorite little haunt and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the young, the younger, um, wait staff over here at this little bar down the street that I like to go have some lunch at periodically. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the girls who work there, they're in their mid, mid to late twenties. Okay. And I, I don't remember how it came. Oh, I know what it was. They had some kind of golf thing on the big screen TV. There's some golf championship or a okay. tournament, whatever right. the John Deere open or some shit. And one, uh, one of the and, big ones <laughs> and, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, golfers, he came off as being very, very effeminate. He right. very effeminate, this guy. So we were talking about this and I said, you know, while I got your attention here, I was talking to two of these girls. I right. said, I, I, I asked them each how old they were. And you know, one was 25 and the other one was 29. And I said, asked them, I said, I, I need to know what your thoughts are. I said, you, you girls are in your mid twenties. I said, do the males in your demographic, do they come off as being very effeminate? And they were just like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Both of them. And I was just like, why do you think that is? What, what, what is, what do you attribute to that? I said, because you, you know, if, if you girls date or whatever, you know, is this something that you look for? Is this something that you're attracted to? Do you look at it with disdain? Are you put off by it? Or are you, you know, is it, could you make them your, your, your best girlfriend? What, what's the <laughs> right. And their answer, both of them said that they think there's a lot of gay boys out there. Just that's their answer. The guys are gay. Yeah, that the, that that these guys are are uh, that way because it's more acceptable today to uh, to be that way. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. I just I said it seems like an epidemic, though. 
Yeah, but if if their generation isn't isn't shitting on it, then it's the way it's going to be. That that's a, unfortunately, I hate to admit it, but we are the old generation now. I understand that. That's why I was asking them. I said yeah. so. So when you see you know somebody in my age group, you know, do you look at me like, well, that's that's a that's a guy guy, or do you look you know do you go that's an old fuck or what you know what's the deal? And they're just like, yeah, well, men definitely are more masculine, you know, older men, but yeah. but our our group, these man, there's a lot of. I said you can go ahead and say it. There's a bunch of faggots your age. Yeah. <laughs> and they both were laughing their asses off. I, I said, so that has occurred to you and that's been a point in discussion. And so, yeah, but we just don't talk about it. <laughs> well, they need to talk about it to these fruits. Yeah. So, so that was basically it. It's like, well, we know it exists and it's out there. We just don't talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. They're, they're letting it go. Yeah, exactly. It's a, you know, it's acceptance. That's really what it's coming down to is acceptance means, means that it's acceptable. You yeah. know? <laughs> it, was just, it was just kind of funny to hear this coming from two, you know, two younger women right. who, who, you know, obviously they went to school or were around, you know, guys like this or whatever. And it's, I was just like, it just seems like there's a lot of it going on out there. Yeah, well. it's almost like a mimicking thing almost it's yeah i don't know what it is but it was weird but they, it was it was kind of funny to hear them talk about it it was just like oh my god yes yeah, well <laughs> just be happy that you grew up when you did so you don't have to prove your manliness by sucking a cock <laughs> so i i just thought that was funny when when they were telling me about that so i was just like oh i gotta tell chris about this this is, <laughs> this is, this is hysterical yeah, dude, I'm not even a little so I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm just not. I, I'm I'm embarrassed for that generation. I just yeah. don't I don't know. And, and I don't even want to get into the whole masculinity and oh, you gotta wanna fuck chicks and all that shit. Just going into the the level of strength that you need in like your 30s in your thirties and early forties, when you're developing what, what amounts to the rest of your life, you know, you gotta have machismo. You gotta have some strength in order to power through the, the setbacks, you know, cause I mean, think about it, dude, when you were 30 years old, you weren't quite where you were going to get to, you know, in life, Correct. you had an idea, but you, but you weren't there yet. And, what got you there was having the intestinal fortitude to fucking fight through it. Yeah, of course. And you know, if you're a swishy bitch <laughs> and, and you get to 30 years old and you, and you hit a, you hit a hard stumbling block, you just be like, Oh, okay, whatever. And you're, you're setting yourself up to be just a fucking low end person. Yeah. You're going to wake up at 60 years old and you'll be like, why am I still making fucking 14 bucks an hour? Yeah. You know, cause you set yourself up that way. Mm. Yeah. They're going to have a, they're dumb. The, today's 20 year olds going to have a hard, hard time. Especially, I mean, dude, think about it right now. How many of these, these kids are sitting at home and they don't want to work and they don't want to be bossed around and all that. That's now when the economy is totally fucking shifting. Yeah. And, and to be very clear to people, just 
not that I not that I'm an expert on anything, but it ain't going back. People that keep saying I can't wait for gas to go back to two dollars a gallon, and I can't wait for fucking groceries to go back down sixty percent in price or whatever, it ain't going back. These fucking distributors and these these people that are making this money, they know that you'll fucking pay it. They're not going to give it back to the to what it used to be. It may rewind a little bit, but it ain't going all the way back. So this is the new age. And these kids that are so used to not paying for anything and, you know, not having to work and I'll sit out until I make this much money and blah, 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 blah. They're going to have a hard coming up, come up and soon because eventually, you know, the ones that are living off their parents, their dads are good. Their moms and dads are going to die and then they won't have shit. Right. They won't have shit, including the ability to fucking work. They're going to start their career at 30, 35. They're going to be the low end of the totem pole with the few fucking 20 year olds that had some gumption and, and push themselves, you know, it's fucking tragic. I agree. All right. Are we going to be having a guest in the next segment? No. Uh, okay. I was wondering about that. No, I, I, and that's on me, not on, not on him. I just truthfully forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I forgot I talked to him um during the week. We're gonna push it a week. Okay. So nope, it's just us rambling on tonight. All right, very good. All right. Well, I say we take a break, so I'll let you pick a tune and what should we play? All right. Well, in honor of the mighty America, um, how about um we go with my man Lord Nelson and Stuck Mojo? And we go with the song, I'm American. How about that? All right. So the, the band Stuck Mojo? Yep. The band is Stuck Mojo. The song is I'm American. And it's on um, Southern Born Killers. Uh, let's see. I'm American. Yep. It's like track one, I think, on Southern Born Killers. Got it. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll do some more stuff. So uh, here it is. It's Stuck Mojo exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job. <laughs>